welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Yeah, today I'm going to be talking about some of the ways that I've been stuck lately. I'm human, even though <laughs> we all try not to be human. Isn't that funny? Like, that's the realization I've had as of late is how often I try and maybe you try not to be human. It is human to get stuck. It is human to feel disappointment, to be sad, to be overwhelmed, to be frustrated. That is all part of the human experience. And so often we resist that human experience. We don't want to feel that way. We avoid it. We escape from it. We distract from it. But it's part of being human. And man, I have been having a full human experience as of late. I don't know, maybe you listened to my podcast last week. Um, I, I've been in a bit of a funk lately. And I'm aware of it. Like, I'm totally aware of the funk, and I have a pretty good idea as to why I'm in one. So I've now gotten to a point where, like, I, I'm i giving myself permission to be in a funk without judgment, without consequence. It's just like, yeah, I'm in a funk, and that's okay. <laughs> why? Because that's what's happening right now. Now, that doesn't mean I like it. It doesn't mean I want it to be there. It just means that I've just accepted. Yeah, this is what's happening for me right now. I give myself permission to be exactly where I'm at. I'm in a funk. And that's okay. I'm in a funk and I can choose to rest. I'm in a funk and I can choose to get up and make shit happen. See, it's like I am in a funk allows me to own what I'm going through, but then I put an and on it and it's okay. And I can choose to rest and I can still get up and make shit happen. It's like the funk doesn't define me. It's just what I'm going through right now. And I realize why I'm in that funk. And if you, like I said, if you listened to that last podcast I did last week, I explained a little bit of it through my self-reflection, my self-coaching. I realized, and it's funny that it, it took me three months to realize why, but yeah, again, I'm human. I really value schedules. I really value and crave routines and stability. It's just part of who I am and I make no apology for it. And the last three to four months have been anything but routine, schedule, stable. It's been all over the place. It has been health issues with family members. It has been a ton of unexpected travel. It has been just the, you know, shit that happens in the day-to-day -day life that you're like, yeah, I didn't see that one coming. Now I got to deal with it. Yeah, like all of that on top of everything else has really kicked me out of my routine. There are certain things where I put my head down and I've still made them happen, but there is still this like scatteredness that, that I'm not accustomed to, that I don't like, that makes me feel really icky. I can't believe I just said icky, but it's true. I just feel like meh, meh. But realizing it is one thing, okay? It's like, great. I, I now realize why. And a lot of times you'll never even get to the why. Figuring out why you're in a funk sometimes can also be absolutely useless. It doesn't matter why. You're just there. Now what? 
Okay, let's be honest. Sometimes you don't have to do a ton of thought work to figure it out. Just accept the fact that you're in a funk and then decide what you're going to do about it. I, though, understand why I'm in a funk. I haven't had that stability and that schedule and that routine that I really like. Okay, so then the obvious thing would be, well, then get back into a routine, get back into a schedule, get back into that stability, Pamela. And let me tell you something, my friends, I have been trying. I have been trying. And I know that so many of you know what you're supposed to do, know what you want to do, know what changes are necessary in order to get you where you want to go, but you've been struggling to actually make it happen. You're not alone. You're not alone and nothing's wrong with you. You're not broken. You're human. And that's why I'm sharing my human experience with you here today. I know what to do. I know to get back on a schedule. And I've been calendaring and I've been putting things on there and, and I've been able to get some sense of schedule that I really crave. But then you know what? Life, life just likes to smack you upside the head sometimes. Like the hits just keep on coming. And that's where I've been. You know, we we came back from some traveling. My, uh, my daughter played in the um, national championship series for uh, youth soccer. And we were in Florida for a week and traveling. And it was all great. Don't get me wrong. It was all great. But again, out of that structure, out of that stability of all of which would have been fine if it was just a week this summer that did it. But no, it was several weeks this summer. So, you know, that, that funk kind of builds. And we get back. And, you know, you get back from that trip that's not really a vacation. You know, it's that you're traveling, but I wouldn't call it a vacation because when you get back, it's like you need a vacation from your trip because it was a lot of work, all work that I love, all work that I would do again in a heartbeat, but it was work. Like, let's call it a spade a spade. So it's like I needed a vacation from that trip. You got the laundry, you've got all, you got to go get the dog and the hamster when you get back. You got to go grocery shopping. Oh, and then my daughter is starting school, not just starting school, but she missed the first three days of school while competing in soccer in Florida. Yeah, you know, I live in Arizona and we do like a modified year round school. So her school district is one of the earliest in the country to go back to school. So she actually ended up missing the first three days of school. And now we got to get groceries. Now we got to get that schedule. And she's going back to a new middle school. So again, you can kind of feel all of the like, eh that ick, that yuck, that funk. And I share this all with you, not for sympathy and, and, and not for any other reason, but to show you you're not alone. We all go through this. We all go through those periods in our life where you're just like, oh my gosh, it's hard to breathe. And we start arguing with reality. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about in this podcast is arguing with reality. The reality is my daughter goes back to school in like mid-July. I can argue with that. I can think that that's wrong. I can have so much judgment against it. But the truth of the matter is it's what happens. Like it or not, it's what happens. It's a fact. It is a reality. When I argue with that, I lose. But only 100% of the time. That's what Byron Katie says. And, and she has a book out. It's called Loving What Is. If you haven't read it, I, I highly encourage you to do it. It will totally shift your perspective on life and the suffering that we create for ourselves. It's all about like accepting what is, loving what is, reality. The reality of the situation is she goes back to school. I don't have to like it. But when I think it should be something other than what it is, I'm the one that's creating suffering for myself. 
And through the course of the last week since my last podcast, I realized I've been creating a lot of suffering for myself. How so? Well, I've been arguing with reality. I have been arguing with what is. We got back from vacation, got the groceries, did the things, got her to school, started to feel like I was getting my feet underneath me, you know, doing some laundry. I've got my coaching calls. I've been reading. I've been studying. I've been getting all of this stuff done. And then Tuesday, my husband comes home from work and he's not feeling very well. And I'm like, okay, takes a COVID test. It's negative. All right. Well, we kind of keep plotting along. Riley and I both test. We're good to go. And then Wednesday, he gets up and he just feels like crap and takes another test. Riley's already at school at this point in time and he's positive. Okay. Well, now you go into the whole like, oh, oh, what do we do now? And, you know, we put all the precautions into place and he's going to self-isolate which means, you know, now I'm single mom, right? I've got to do all of the things. And not just that, but it's like, okay, it's disinfecting the house. And it is making sure that, you know, when he wants a cup of coffee, I got to take it upstairs, you know, making sure that everything he needs is up there. So it's always just like those little extra things that can really kind of chip away at your time And for someone who's trying to get back onto a schedule and a routine and that craves that stability, this was anything but. So arguing with reality, I was arguing like, you know, there was a bit of a pity party going on, right? Like, hi, pity party, party of one. And it's like, this shouldn't be happening. This is too much. And then later in the week, my daughter wakes up and she's like, hey, mom, can you come here? Because I can hear in the tone of her voice. I'm like, what, 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 what's going on? She's like, um, I think we have a leak in the ceiling. What? We had the AC guy come out earlier in the week. And I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what happened or what didn't happen. But now like the condenser tube for the AC, even if that's the right thing to say, I don't know. It was clogged and now it is leaking through my ceiling in my loft. Great. Now I got to call the AC company to go fix the AC that they were out here with a few days ago, but they can't access the AC because my husband's isolating with COVID in the room that they need to get into in order to fix the AC. This shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be happening, right? I'm arguing with what is. This is too much. Well, as always, I figured it out. Because that's the other thing too. As soon as you're like, this is too much, this shouldn't be happening. Take a step back and realize like, you'll figure it out. You always do. And it took me a couple steps to, you know, to walk back and go, okay, what's the next thing that needs to happen here? And then what's the next thing? And then what's the next thing? And we were able to have them come out and fix it. So I no longer had a leaky ceiling. Okay, great. Next day, my daughter and I go to the gym and we come back from the gym and she's like, "Uh oh, I'm like, oh my gosh, Riley, what? We're pulling into my house and we had had a monsoon the night before. So you got high winds, dust storm, all that kind of stuff in Arizona. They call it a haboob. It's kind of crazy and fun to watch. But we have these big trees in our front yard and a huge branch broke and it was blocking my neighbor's back door. 
Okay. But it was still attached to like up way up high. So it wasn't like I could just drag this thing to the side of the house. This shouldn't be happening. Like my husband's not available to help me out with this. And he's the one that handles all the things, you know, that happen in the yard. This shouldn't be happening. So after I went inside, grabbed a couple glasses of water and kind of just, nope, I can figure this out. I know that we have all like the freaking tools in the world in our garage. Like my husband's like a collector of tools. He actually uses them, but we have them everywhere. And I knew that there was like the uh, chainsaw on a stick. Yeah, that's probably not what they call it, but I call it a chainsaw on a stick. And I'm like, all right, I found the chainsaw on a stick and put on like my sunglasses and some work gloves, plugged that sucker in and I cut down the branch. That was fun, bit scary, but I'm a capable human being and I did it. I figured it out. Then I had to cut it up into a bunch of pieces because that sucker was big and I needed some help. I got an able-bodied 13 year old inside. I'm like, hey, put on some shoes. Let's go. Here's some gloves. Help me out. And we got the tree out of the front yard. Later that day, I'm a little tired. Ah, you know what? I worked out. I cut down a tree and hauled it to the side of the house. Of course I'm tired. So I lay down and I took a nap. Then I got a rocking headache. I was like, ah, I'm probably dehydrated. Husband told me, take a COVID test, Pamela. I was positive. I had just tested that morning. And I was negative. But here, hours later... It's now showing positive. This shouldn't be happening. I don't have the time for this. You want to talk about shaking up a schedule and a routine and lack of stability? Now, my husband's in isolation. I've got to get in isolation. I've got a 13-year-old daughter, like all of the things, right? I'm arguing with reality. This shouldn't be happening. We shouldn't be going through this. This is wrong. All the things. I'm fine. I'm healthy. Like, I really have no other symptoms other than that headache and that fatigue. My husband's on the mend. So I know that there are other folks out there who have been battling COVID or who have experienced in the past who have had some really severe symptoms. And not only that, though, but I, I know some of you have lost loved ones or have known friends and family members who have lost loved ones to COVID. So I'm not trying to downplay the significance of that disease. But what I do want to share with you is we're fine. We're absolutely fine. And when I actually had some time to like step away from the situation and the totality of everything, because as you can hear, it's kind of like the kitchen sink. And maybe you do this. You have like the kitchen sink mentality where you're like, and then, and then, and then this happened, and then that happened, and then this happened, and then that happened. I mean, that's really what I'm presenting you here on this podcast. So it was like, and then, and then, and then. And that's like the emotional tornado, that emotional swirl. And when that's all happening, like that's not the time to go fix crap in your life. Like that's the time to like go down in the basement like whenever there's a tornado, you go down to the basement and you hunker down until the storm passes. And being in isolation with COVID has kind of forced me to like hunker down. And in that, I realized that like, I keep arguing with reality. Like reality is my husband has COVID. The reality is I have COVID. 
when I think I shouldn't have COVID or he shouldn't have COVID, or I shouldn't be missing out on her open house, or I shouldn't have to reschedule her birthday party because both of her parents are recovering from COVID. Like when I think that, like I'm arguing with reality, of course, of course I should have COVID. Mm, That sounds weird, doesn't it? Of course I should have COVID. You know why I know I should have COVID? Because I do. That's reality. My husband should have COVID. How do I know? Because he does. Because that's what's happening. That is the reality of the situation. And when I argue with it, I create my own suffering. Because I'm arguing with reality. I'm arguing with what is. I'm creating that suffering because it's not going to change. The reality of the situation is this. If I want to argue with it six ways from Sundays, I can. Like, I'm allowed to. I'm a human being. I've got free will. But that's just creating the suffering for me. Like, he was always going to get COVID. And then I was always going to get it after him. We just didn't know it. Like, that was always going to happen. And while I was busy making plans for birthday parties and making plans to catch up with coworkers and friends I haven't seen for a long time, and while I was planning on all of these things for life, like I could plan all of those things, but this was always going to happen. I just didn't know it yet. And the same thing happens in your life. You're going to plan. I like to plan. You're going to plan. You're going to want to have things to look forward to. And then life is going to happen. Reality is going to happen. And how you interact with reality, whether you accept it and then decide what you're going to do about it, or whether you're going to resist it and argue with it and create more suffering. So, this is what I've learned while being through a funk and wanting a stability and schedule and not getting it and having like the kitchen sink and everything kind of thrown at me is like you can control what you can control. And there's a lot of which I can control. I can control my actions. I can control what I do, what I don't do. I can control my thoughts. Reality though? Yeah, I I don't control that. That's the fact. That's the circumstances of life. What I make that mean, that's entirely upon me that I do have control over. When I allow myself to be right where I'm at and I just surrender to what is, then I don't suffer. It's like when I think I should be somewhere I'm not, whether it's like physically somewhere I'm not, like, you know, a birthday or a dinner party or an event that I had planned, but now I can't go to, or whether it's like I should be further along in my business. It's like when I think I should be somewhere that I'm not, That's where we start to create our own suffering because we're arguing with what is. So my takeaway for you in this podcast today is when you argue with reality, when you argue with what is, you don't have to like it, but when you argue with what is, you're going to lose, but only 100% of the time. It's not the problem that's creating the suffering. It's my thinking about the problem that's creating the suffering. 
and that's entirely within my control. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you this week. I'll see you next. Listen, if you're still feeling a little stuck and need a little help right now, wiggling loose, I got you. I put together a guide, a free guide to help you feel better right now. These are simple strategies that you can start today to feel better faster. Just go to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. That's the number four, waystofeelbetter.com. I tell you, these are going to help you slow down, take a breath, gain some perspective and control of what's happening in your life right now. And it's free because we could all use a little help and I'm here to help. Grab it by going to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. Again, that's the number four, waystofeelbetter.com. And start wiggling loose.